Welcome to the Mommy Sober Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Berkeley Boren. Inspired by my own journey from mommy wine culture to mommy sober culture, I want to explore our personal and cultural relationships with alcohol and sobriety. We'll look at not only the role that alcohol plays in our lives, but also self-care, wellness and spirituality, motherhood, and sisterhood. I hope that through this podcast, you realize that you are not alone in this journey. And I hope we have some fun along the way. Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Mommy Sober Culture. Um, I'm back. I took a little bit of a break in podcasting. I got sick. I got COVID for a bit. And I honestly, I didn't have a voice for a bit. And, um, you know, my raspy voice is just way too sexy for the free airwaves. Y'all couldn't handle it. So I took a break and then I just kind of took a little break. And, you know, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine and I said, I guess I'm kind of in a bad season. I'm kind of unproductive, maybe lazy. I just need to not do much. And she said, Berkeley, you're not in a bad season. You're just in a season. You don't always have to do, do, do. You don't always have to be productive. You don't always have to be, you know, bettering yourself, bettering the world, doing all sorts of things. You can just kind of go within and take a break. Everybody had everybody, everything, nature has seasons and where you are, you know, fruitful and growing and where you're dormant and resting. And she said, that is normal and that's okay. And that's how it's supposed to be. And I was like, wow, you are so right. I have such wise friends. So I took my season for what it was. It it wasn't a bad season. It was just a season. It's just a restful season. So, but I am back. Today's podcast, I want to talk about something that I've been hearing a lot about lately, which is being boring. Like if you don't drink, you're boring. You're not, you can't go out and have fun. It's boring. I had a friend recently who doesn't drink And she went on a girl's trip and she was the only girl not drinking on the girl's trip. I wasn't on it. And, um, one of the nights they all went out and okay, we're going to call my friend that doesn't drink just for fun, Lisa. And the, one of the nights they all went out and this girl, I'm making up names to protect the innocent, this girl, Rachel, Rachel was like, kind of alluded to the fact that Lisa wasn't fun anymore because she didn't drink. She didn't really say you're boring, you're not fun, but she said something about how she used to be fun. And Lisa was like, I'm still fun. I'm not boring. And Rachel was kind of like, oh, and then played it off, you know, and that kind of stuff bugs me because that's passive aggressive. I'm, oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But you weren't. So it really got to Lisa. And she was like, am am I boring? She said all night long, she was trying to take stock of, am I having fun? 
Am I having just as much fun as everybody else? Do they think I'm having fun? Do I look like I'm ha- I'm having fun? Am I being boring? You know, she said all night she was kind of doing that and kind of got in her head about it. But she felt like she was having fun. She felt like she'd had fun the whole girl's trip. Well, the next night, their final night, they were all getting ready to go out again. And most of the girls had kind of been drinking all day. I don't know if any of y'all do this, but I know I used to do this. And most people I know, especially when you're on vacation or on a girl's trip, you kind of start early, right? You you may want a hair of the dog because you're a little hungover. You're on a trip. It's a girl's trip. So you start early with mimosas or Bloody Marys with breakfast and you just kind of keep it going through the whole day. It's not like you're hitting it hard. You're not taking shots at breakfast, but you start pretty early. So everybody kind of did that. Started drinking pretty early. They were doing stuff all day. Well, then they went back to their hotel to get ready for that night. Well, guess who fell asleep? Rachel. Rachel had been drinking all day. She was still a little hungover from the day before. Fell asleep at like 5.30. And they couldn't wake her up. She was out. She was like, just leave me alone. They tried to wake her up a bunch. She wouldn't wake up. She slept all night long. They went out without her. They had a good time. And Lisa said, I was like, well, that's boring. So, and you know, sometimes you do go on vacation and you just need to rest. But Lisa was like, I have all this energy. I'm not hungover. I got up early this morning. I went on a walk. I enjoyed the sights of where we're staying, you know, and, and now I'm going out tonight. And so Rachel slept all night long and then she slept the whole way home the next day while everybody else talked and had fun. So, you know, Lisa was like, wow, it really kind of showed me like, I don't know what, what's your definition of boring? Cause I don't think I'm boring and I had a lot of fun and I didn't miss out on anything, on a single thing. And it makes me think about different instances in my life, different vacations or fun times that I've had that would be considered fun. You know, we go on vacation with friends of ours and there was one year where I, I mean, we all drank, well, I drank way too much and I ended up falling and now we all laugh about it. And it's so funny, you know, and they talk about how, oh my gosh, they had to carry me back to the bed and breakfast. And it was, it was so funny. And, and we laugh like it was such a good time. And I'm sure it was funny for them, but, and I laugh about it too. It's funny to think about. I vaguely remember it. I remember feeling awful, like not feeling awful that I did that, but literally physically feeling awful. I wasn't having fun then. And I remember we stayed at this bed and breakfast and they cooked us the most amazing breakfast every morning. I mean, it was just like the most glorious breakfast, so much food. And most of the time we went back there every year. Most of the time I never enjoyed that breakfast, especially the year that I fell. I didn't eat the breakfast at all. I never enjoyed that breakfast. I was laying in the bathtub sucking on a wash rag because I felt so terrible. That's not fun. That's boring. We paid extra money to have this glorious breakfast that I usually never ate a bite of. And now I'm all about it. 
I think about times when we, you know, we went to Hawaii a few years ago and I never got, you know, we were with our family. I never got blackout drunk. I was not taking shots or anything like that. It wasn't like that. But there were some nights. I remember one night, the sun goes down pretty early there and it gets real dark because you're on the water, you know. And so we took our kids to the pool to swim, but the pool closed kind of early too. And I had been drinking since early afternoon, probably. And like I said, I wasn't drunk, blackout drunk. My kids probably didn't even realize, but I had been drinking enough that when the pool closed, you know, it was probably really only 830 at night. We were shocked at how early everything closed when the sun went down. There was other stuff we could have done. We could have walked around the resort. We could have sat on our lanai and even had a couple of drinks. That's what, you know, you kind of envision is sitting on the lanai, having some drinks, looking out at the beautiful view. We could have walked along the beach. There's so much we could have done. But the pool closed and I was like, okay, yeah, I'm ready for bed. And we just went back and kind of chilled in the condo and then went to bed. And I just think about all the stuff that I probably missed out on because I was tired. I packed a six or maybe a 12 pack of five hour energies to kind of get me through because I knew I would be tired. And to me, that's, that's not fun. I don't know what everybody's definition of fun and boring is, but I did worry about being boring when I first quit drinking alcohol. But I'm realizing more and more that A, I don't care what people say, and B, I really only care if I'm having fun, right? What's fun to me? The older I get, I don't care about other people's definitions of fun. If I'm having fun, that's what matters. And I have been having so much fun. It is so much fun to not just not be hung over. My gosh. So that's one of the, I think, stupid things people say. <laughs> Another I don't know that it's a stupid thing people say. I shouldn't say that. But recently somebody asked me, so like, are you, I saw the stuff you're doing. Are you like an alcoholic or did you have a problem with alcohol? And it's not that that's not okay to ask. I think I don't get offended by that. And I've done a podcast before on am I an alcoholic and my feelings on that. But for a second, it kind of jolted me and shocked me. And I even had to do some introspection and take stock of how it made me feel. I immediately almost got defensive in myself. Um, like I care what people think like, no, gosh, don't think I'm, I'm an alcoholic. When honestly, what does it matter? What does it matter if this person thinks I was or wasn't or am or am not? I don't care. I don't want to care. So those are the things that I'm working on. But I just think that it's funny that people, when you decide to quit drinking, for whatever reasons, 
maybe it's because it was a problem. Maybe because you're legit ruining your life. Everything is going downhill. Your whole life revolves around alcohol and you cannot ever have one drink or you go into a spiral of self-destruction. Maybe you just want to be healthy and think alcohol isn't good for you. Maybe you just don't like the relationship you had with alcohol or the hold it had on you, even if it wasn't ruining your life. There's so many different levels in the spectrum of why anybody would give up alcohol. But I think sometimes people who drink can't understand or don't want to look at why you would just give up alcohol to give it up. And what I found is a lot of times a lot of the people that have the hardest time understanding how you could not drink. I've had people ask, how do you, how would you, how could you go on a vacation with an open bar and not drink? How could you, or why would you? And they want to justify it maybe to themselves by saying they must have, they must be an alcoholic and they just can't, you know, that's the only way you could make yourself not drink, obviously. But I find that usually those people are people who have in some way, generally in their mind, questioned their relationship with alcohol, maybe tried or wanted to change it. Maybe they're actively trying to moderate. And so it's hard to reconcile someone who has decided to quit drinking to just not drink. And I think that, you know, we have to have grace for those people because every, every one of us has probably been there. I know I have anyway. And it wasn't that I was annoyed with this person or didn't have grace with this person. I needed to also in that moment have grace with myself because I realized that I was taking almost offense to that. So it's been a really good time for me these last, this last month, I guess, of introspection of maybe not caring what, what people think about a, what I'm doing, if I'm boring, if I'm not boring, because I'm having honestly the time of my life. Honestly, I, I can look at myself and know that I'm, I am in the right direction of my life's purpose that I'm not harming myself, that I'm doing what's good for me, that I'm honoring myself and my body. I wake up in the morning and don't feel shame or guilt or regret. And I'm having fun when I do stuff. I'm, I, you know, I have energy. I remember everything. I'm living every moment fully in the present. And I also have really done introspection and looked at not caring what people think you know, in the alcohol free world, if they want to feel like or question my motives for not drinking alcohol, that is fine. I don't have anything to prove to anybody. And I honestly feel like that did hold me back for a while when I was doing my stutter stops. I went to a party or two or get gathering or two where I kind of fake drink, you know, I, I had a a cup that I would pour my Topo Chico in and I I didn't like lie and say, oh yeah, I'm drinking vodka. But I also 
kind of hid that I wasn't drinking because I just didn't want the questions because I, you know, I didn't want people to be like, oh, oh, why is she not drinking? Does she have a problem? You know, so I've had to look at who freaking cares? You know, I'm, I'm a grown woman. I am turning 40 next month and I am really coming to a place where I just don't care. And this has been a great modem for me to do that, to really look at my thoughts on other people's thoughts of me. So I am excited about turning 40 and knowing that I'm only getting better and better. So I'd love to hear on my, I have an Instagram now, mommy, so mommy underscore sober underscore culture. I'd love for you to go on there and hear some, what are like some stupid things you've heard, stupid crap people say. (laughs) I just think it's interesting. It's kind of fun to talk about not judging those people because we've all been there, but just how does that make us feel? When people say that stuff to us and, you know, anytime we look at something that somebody says to us, I've learned that anytime somebody says something to us that gets us, you know, kind of gets your goat, kind of makes you defensive or irks you, what is that reflecting back to you? What does it say about you? Not about them. You don't need to worry about anybody else or their status in their own journey. What does that say to you about you? What can we learn from this? And so I've learned, you know, what does it say to me about me? What about that statement? It irked me. So I'm not mad at them for irking me. Now I just need to do some introspection. Why did my defenses rise? Why did I get irked? Not blaming myself, not shaming myself, but just, okay, where did this come from? Let's look at this. And a lot of it comes from caring what people think, you know, and where does that come from? Well, I guess that comes from insecurity of, I want them to think a certain way of me. And that's an insecurity. And, and honestly, I'm coming to a place and it's taking, it's taken a lot of work, but I'm coming to a place where I don't have that insecurity, what they think of me is none of my business. And it genuinely affects me none at all. So I, my hope is for everybody to come to that place. I love this journey that I'm on of figuring that out. And I hope that me being on this journey of figuring that out can help someone else. And I hope my, you know, I have two kids in middle school. And I hope that they can learn this lesson long before their late 30s of what other people think of you has nothing to do with you. And you can learn and grow from every situation and everything people say. It's not your job to make them grow. It's only your job to make yourself grow and learn and be better. So that's it for today. I hope you'll have a great day. Let me know if you've been called boring or people have questioned your motives and what you think, how you've handled that, and how that's helped you grow. I hope you'll have a great day. Goodbye. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mommy Sober Culture. My hope is that after listening to each episode, you come away feeling encouraged, hopeful, and seen. If you enjoy this content, be sure to hit the subscribe button so that you'll be the first to know every week when the new episode drops. Also, if you have any questions or anything you'd like me to talk about, please feel free to email me at burkebrin at manifesting-mama.com. I'll link it below. Have a great day.